Before we get to clips of the week, uh, one more thing on the aging. Oh, we got a text about that. So we were talking about aging and what you like about it and what you mm-hmm. don't. Uh, I love that I have more emotional maturity as an older person and things don't affect me like they did when I was younger. If there's a, if there is a leading thing I like about getting older, it's that. Uh, absolutely. I was born annoyed. Um, and I just, my temper is so much more even now. I just, uh, more perspective, less testosterone. Just, it's, oh, it's don't so say much better. That. Don't say that. That's true. the truth. Oh, see, I was taking it all as, you know, growth. And uh, experience, not low T. Well, can't get an erection. Well, wait, I didn't uh, say that. That's, a, that's please, a leap. It sounds like a, a bet to me. Please, a woman on a dare. <laughs> what do you think about this? <laughs> what does this look like? No, it's you know your feminazis, and so many women hate those women more than I can. Um, who, oh, too much testosterone, toxic masculinity, blah, 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 blah. Oh, they're, they're witches and I hate them. Um, but, you know, there are positives and negatives to the, the T-bomb, the uh, great testosterone. Can we give some credit to maturity and oh, just, yeah. uh, you know, well, sure. wisdom? Oh, absolutely. Not have it all be lower testosterone? Yeah. Um, yeah, some also, of it. Also, and I don't think this has anything to do with low T, um, just, you know, th- uh, insecurities about all kinds of different things. I just don't care anymore. <laughs> I just don't care. Yeah, yeah. And 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 the weirdest thing is, it's hard to imagine why you ever did. You just have to accept it's part of human nature. And when you have kids, you see the things that they're worried about, uh, which is unfortunate. It's just the way we're built. But yeah. I just don't care about you know what anyone else would think about this or that of my life. Yeah, mm-hmm. whatever. Yep. Yep. And that is, man, you talk about a gift. Oh, my God. Those of you who have lived your whole life that way? That's a gift. That's a gift. Yeah. We all want our positive qualities to be evidence of character and our negative qualities to be genetic. But uh, it's really not that way. So all my positive qualities at this point are because I don't have any testosterone. Yes. I'm practically a eunuch. Put Put on a dress. Wow. No, not all of them, but some of them. Hmm. Oh, disappointing. That's something I was excited about, and you turned it into a negative. I used to get if so... If I had higher tea, I'd be angry. I used to get <laughs> so angry at myself on the golf course. I just, I'd, I'd failed myself, I'd disappointed myself, and I would get so pissed off. And now it's like, meh. I was telling my my, my uh, kids about this guy I played on the high school golf team with named Byron. I don't remember his last name. Nice guy. It's a good name for a golfer. Really, really a nice guy. <laughs> He would, and a really interesting character. And he was super into computers when computers were new, so he might be doing really, really well now. But um, he, uh, he'd he get so angry when he hit a bad shot, which was every shot. And <laughs> But he would release a stream of cuss words, and I would laugh. This is what I was telling my kids for. I would laugh so hard I couldn't be on my feet. I would be laying on the golf course crying, trying to catch my breath. It's, Mother, black and sir! And he just, just, <laughs> really just string them together. Oh huh? my God. Yeah. He just, we'd lose control. It was like poetry. Oh, and it was so funny. Oh, that's great. God, I'd pay to just like transport myself there. Yeah. It was so entertaining. Uh, one more golf <laughs> note. Well, the master's going on. We have a, a Tiger Woods comment I want to play for you at some point. But um, I once heard a guy say um, to another guy, you're not good enough to get that mad. Of course you're going to hit bad shots. You're not a very good golfer. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, and it's like, oh, oh. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see your point there. I find it's helpful to remind myself of uh, my own levels of expertise when I'm attempting all sorts of stuff and getting frustrated. And Yeah, I was thinking about that with my guitar playing, which I'm constantly amazed at how bad I am for all the practicing I've done. Um, I've come to accept it. I play like I have hooves. It's okay. <laughs> Woody Allen, wrote, wrote, Woody Allen wrote about that in his autobiography about how he's dedicated himself to jazz music and the clarinet since he was like a teenager, and he still stinks. <laughs> That's just where he is. Yep. Oh, well, what are you going to do? You're going to take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. you got to find a way to find joy in your existence in spite of that feeling. And what that did is took the shared reality we have, put it through a paper shredder, and gave each of us a micro-reality. Oregon decriminalized coke, meth, ecstasy, and heroin. And experts say this is a major win for Charlie Sheen's cargo shorts. There's a daily cash prize of $1,000 and... Companies like Virgin envision the Hyperloop tubes connecting cities, allowing travelers to reach their destinations at a projected 600 miles an hour. Do you have any McPlants left? Yeah, all of them. I mean, why are you the head of the FBI? We can go get the greeter at Walmart to not know that. Why the f*** is Lady Gaga or any of these people, why are they there? Madam President, the Chinese delegation wishes to recommend to the U.S. Uh, one, root out the systematic racism addressed widespread police brutality. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer lost his sense of taste and smell. Grandma got corona from a reindeer. Fauci the snowman. And the instant classic. I can't smell, I can't smell, my sense has gone away. Fauci the reindeer, that's funny. So you might wonder if you didn't hear it, who is that guy talking about Lady Gaga? Why is she blanking here? And that's the business partner of uh, D- Dave Chappelle. Dave he, Chappelle, yeah. And um, and and he's you know he's a lefty, but he's talking about you know this is this is why a, a lot of people on the right get turned off. Why, why that? What the hell do I care what Lady Gaga thinks? And he was saying that about his own side. Why are they? Why are they involved in any of this stuff? Did you see that Lady Gaga "I'm Middle America" video that she posted? I have not. Mm-hmm. Oh, what is it? Uh, what's the the tenor of it? Astonishingly condescending. I like mean, on purpose, or by, was she trying to be sincere? I don't know. And was condescending, or but was she it, trying it, to be m- it, mean? Well, it's like uh, a picture. I put on blackface. And do a step and fetch it routine to make a point. Nobody's going to get the point. No, no. Oh my God. The only thing people will think is make it stop. Make it stop. Hmm. She is a beer swigging, redneck, dumbass pickup driving. It's like, whoa, I don't even know what your point is and I don't want to know. But yeah, that's, that's what he's talking about. We have breaking news. Breaking, well, it's kind of news. It's definitely breaking. This will gratify ye. All my personal growth is due to low testosterone. (laughs) That's the breaking news. Is this donkey worthy? (sighs) No. No. But Supreme Court Justice Samuel Alito 
uh, sounded the alarm. And thanks to Alnonymous for hipping us to this. You'd think maybe our staff would do that. Sean handed you did, Sean, slackers. Sean handed it to me last hour. I have it in my hand. I was prepared to do it next segment. Oh, my segment. God. My hot temper got so evidently I have some testosterone <laughs> Much more left. than me, clearly. Yes. Uh, Justice uh, Alito has spoken out. On the restrictions imposed because of the coronavirus yeah, pandemic. It's good. And man, he brought it. He brought it. Oh, it's so good. Finally, somebody's saying it, and uh, we'll have it for you next. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I recently visited what is known as the nicest Taco Bell in the world, which is on the beach in Pacifica, California. There's a spot to leave your surfboard on the outside of the building and also the cutest little walk-up window for customers with sandy feet. They have a nice counter to order from, but we use these walk-up ones. And they have this full alcohol menu. You could literally add alcohol to pretty much any drink in the Taco Bell and shots. Did I pay $12 for a rosé freeze? Yes, I did. The best part is their patio in the back, which is literally right on the sand. The views are incredible. The tacos are amazing. You can just sit here and watch the surfers. Literally 10 out of 10. The tacos are not amazing. The tacos are Taco Bell. Pacifica, California is one of the best places on earth, uh, but that doesn't make a Taco Bell taco great. I'm guessing. I mean, I get get how it would taste better in that setting. Of note, this is also one of their uh, Taco Bell Cantina locations where they have a little bit of an expanded menu. You can yes. get the alcohol, uh, kind of a more Chipotle feel, I've, I think, is what they're kind of going for. I'm uh, thinking tonight is a uh, my favorite uh, taqueria night. It's Friday. I love a good taqueria. I've still never eaten at Taco Bell, but uh, I've only heard the you rumors. you got to live a little. Do I? Yeah. Um Man, I almost made a joke, but I never know how far is too far legally. <laughs> About Taco Bell? Yes. I don't know. Conan's gone pretty far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Plus, if it's clearly humor. I mean, if it is obviously, although you put a joke in print and say, right. uh, the show which uh, discusses the news stated as fact that Taco Bell uh, uses uh, cat meat. I then mean, his co-host reportedly laughed. Right, exactly. We've seen somebody s- suspended for laughing at something someone else said. Yeah. In this I'd, stupid business. I think I'd put the- <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that was years ago under vastly different people. But. I think I would put the bell as a top three uh, place with a drive-thru. Like if I, oh, really? In yeah. terms of liking their food? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. More relevant to today's world, perhaps, is Supreme Court Justice Samuel Alito bringing it about he, the coronavirus uh, lockdowns. He gave a 30-minute speech. Th- what country gave- are you from? <laughs> Take two. I Get your word straight, Jack. How many meanings? <laughs> <laughs> he gave a 30-minute speech uh, yesterday to the Federalist Society and commented on a whole whole bunch of different issues. We'll read you some of the highlights. On COVID, Alito stressed that he didn't want to downplay the health threat posed by the coronavirus, but he warned that, quote, the pandemic has resulted in previously unimaginable restrictions on individual liberty, which is clearly true, and we've been saying that for quite some time. Yes. We have never before seen restrictions as severe, extensive, and prolonged as those experienced for most of 2020, adding we surely don't want them to become a recurring feature after the pandemic has passed. 
Uh, remember when Attorney General Barr got in so much trouble for saying, outside of slavery, we've never restricted people's freedom this much. Oh, we compared it to slavery! And, and that was the only conversation was the <sighs> dumb, woke, racist angle of it and not acknowledging, clearly this is true. You are living through the greatest restriction of personal freedom in this country outside of slavery. Right, right. And and there should be way more pushback from liberals for crying out loud. It's just now people put on and take off their principles like jackets. If it helps my side right now, forget it. I wish more of these things would make it into the you know the big courts and they'd make some rulings. Yeah, he he also said, look, I'm not commenting on anything specific, whether it's good public policy, but we have to recognize what we are doing and how serious it is. And again, we surely, whatever one may think about the COVID restrictions, we surely don't want them to become a recurring feature after the pandemic has passed. Oh, now that they've flexed that muscle, I'll be shocked if there isn't another time in my lifetime when... So we'll have, uh, we were playing the clip earlier about um, Joe Biden's chief of staff who was involved in in the swine flu response back in the Obama administration which you probably don't even remember because not that many people died from it. But if we have that hit our shores again now, exact same results, I'll bet you they shut down businesses. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Now yeah. that, they've, I don't fle- think now that they've flexed that muscle, they're going to be shutting down businesses all the time, maybe maybe nearly every year. And, and how do you not argue for the flu? If the flu gets particularly bad, like the year we had 60,000 people die of the flu. Right. Right. What's what's the threshold o death that we shut things down? Oh, speaking of shutdowns and that sort of thing, this is just out. Um, a member of Biden's COVID advisory team, uh, Michael Olsterholm, who you see making the rounds, has already said we ought to have a national lockdown of four to six weeks. We got to start right now. Lock it down. Uh, Anthony Fauci out is out saying oh, that probably isn't necessary. So that's uh, that's an interesting battle of Bruin. Uh, Osterholm is the director of the University of Minnesota Centers for Center for Infectious Disease Research. He's been re, uh, he's been warning of the looming winter COVID hell. He wrote an August op-ed in the New York Times about it. Government should shut down businesses and pay people to stay home. He told Yahoo. We could pay for a package right now to cover all of the lost wages for individual workers, for lost small companies, medium-sized companies, city, state, county governments, everybody, everything, money, money, money. If we did that, then we could look down to four to six weeks. And if we did that, we could drive the numbers down. The idea has met with swift criticism. And it's not just from conservatives. Uh, Fauci has been pushing back as well, saying a lockdown might cause more harm than good in terms of people's overall health. Mm. You know, it's funny. I was uh, I came across a, uh, it was a San Francisco Chronicle article yesterday about traveling and staying safe and health and everything, because Judy and I are, are taking a big trip. The and, coming twindemic. Did anybody use the term twindemic, which is now popular? No, thank goodness. That's COVID and the flu thing no, at the same time. Does it have to have a cute name? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they asked a... This is exactly the sort of person who has had a monopoly on public policy. This woman was a contagious disease expert, a virus expert, something like that, who they were quoting in the article. And she said, look, we need to take a look at the totality of people's health and not just the virus. we got to talk about mental health and addiction and, and, 
and anxiety and depression. I was like, hella freaking Luya. Not only do you have some disease specialists who have enough wisdom to say that out loud, but finally you're getting liberal publications to print the notion. Well, then- as opposed to the... It's as moronic as it is dangerous phrase. We're going to listen to the scientists, which I heard Joe Biden just say yesterday. You combine with the uh, that the looking at the totality of your life and not just the virus with the fact that the government doesn't get to shut your business anyway. Um, and then, you know, it's a pretty easy win for we can't not lock down. like Yeah, this. the point of the Constitution, which seems to have been lost among large swaths of America is that, wait, 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 it will be good policy to to limit people's free speech. You don't get to do policy, no matter how good you think it is, if it violates certain fundamental principles. And we are right now. We absolutely are right now. And I'm surprised the courts have been this slow to, to jump on it. Hey, Sam Alito. You know, grab your, your colleagues by the scruff of the neck and start ruling on some of these things these governors are doing. I was just looking up at uh, Ryan Seacrest and Kelly Ripa. They, yep. were, they were interviewing uh, Lenny Kravitz. Has anybody ever been more committed to the sunglasses indoors look than Lenny Kravitz? I'm not sure I've ever seen his eyeballs. Was he still rocking the scarf as well? Yeah. I'm Very consistent look. Yep. Pretty sure I've never seen his eyeballs. Mm. Doesn't matter how dark it is on the stage. How does he not trip over things? <laughs> I don't know. These are great questions. Armstrong and Getty. Armstrong and Getty Show. Any of the other jokes? Hey, you want to do that? Let, let's run this. I'm a little worried it's going to be uh, condescending and hurtful, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll give it a whirl. Conan? A great victory deserves a great champagne. For all the other victories, there's Modesto Champagne. With 30% fewer bubbles and a softer cork pop, Modesto Champagne celebrates your smaller accomplishments. You got into your safety school. You passed your driver's test on the fourth try. (laughs) It's the not-so-bad kind of herpes. (laughs) Modesto's the only American sparkling wine that can legally be called champagne after France's Domain of Origin Control Board declared that it poses, quote, no competitive or commercial threat. So whether you're celebrating your 37th birthday, a lateral promotion, or christening the boat you bought on Craigslist, get the champagne critics have called passable, fine for the price, and not good slash not bad. (laughs) That was pretty funny. It was funny. There are are some wineries doing amazing wine in that part of uh, Cal Unicorn. Well, I know. I remember on this very show us making many jokes about Lodi wine when they first, like, came on the map. And Mm. now they're a huge deal. Mm. Um, So, you know, they're making fun of Modesto uh, Champagne there. Sure. Um, But some of those jokes were still funny. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Celebrating your 37th birthday or a lateral promotion at work. (laughs) (laughs) Pop. <laughs> and oh, that's the funny. Somewhat flatulent pop of the cork was, was a nice touch, we're, Conan. Well done, sir. Uh, we're t- 
<laughs> you can call it champagne because a court ruled. <laughs> it poses no commercial or actual competitional threat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's funny. Um, we were talking earlier about aging and what you like and don't like about aging. And, uh, you know, it's mostly a negative, but got this text. When I was about 40, I was getting my hair cut, and the young lady asked me if I would like her to trim my ear hair. <laughs> oh, boy. Later that day, I stopped at a fast food restaurant, and the young lady there said I looked just like her dad. I was single in those days, so it was a bad day. I'm 64 now, and I could care less. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I do like the fact that I can be friendly with a young woman, and she doesn't assume I'm coming on to her. You know, that that has got some advantages. Especially because I secretly am. (laughs) (laughs) That does have some advantages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just relate to a woman as a human being, and they don't, you know, get the you know, the stiff arm vibe going. Um, coming go- up, daring heist of Nazi uniforms. Uh, I was looking at the USA Today uh, gun sales off the charts this year. I'm thinking is all the unrest in all the cities is pretty obviously it, but. Uh, they only have the numbers up to September 30th, so that still leaves out October, November, December. Um, which, the traditional gun-buying season. Which, uh, you know, might sell a lot of guns, too, but we we set the record. I need a shotgun. That's awesome. Somebody want to give me a, a shotgun for Christmas? Go right ahead. That We set the record for background checks by September 30th, the all-time record, by easily, and with three months to go, so... I don't have a lot of room to store a shotgun, so if you want to saw it off, that'd be fine. Just so it'll fit in the... Yeah. I get my closets very small. Or that console in your car, right in between the seats. <laughs> oh, gee, Like your freaking Steve McQueen or something. <laughs> they call it riding shotgun for a reason. Exactly. <laughs> I, You know, we're having fun. It's Friday. I almost hate to mention this, but I feel like I don't mention it. This is a bad police story, man. A bad police story. Oof. Kentucky police... Louisville Metro Police concealed 738,000 records documenting sexual abuse of Explorer Scouts by two officers, then lied to keep the files from the public records show. What the hell? What's the era here? Um, You don't have to get to that. The Um, Catholic Church uh, is blushing. You think, wow, that's some really good covering up. We, they we, just had a report out earlier in the week. Yeah, we, we barely touched on it. We, we've we talked a lot about on, on this show about how sometimes you just have to recognize things are true. I mean, it's just, you know, some things are just true about human beings. And they don't make sense. And and it, it defies logic. Uh, but it's just true. There's something about bureaucracies and sexual abuse that you would think that if you were in that position... With the with the you know American gymnastics or diving or at a university or with the police or with the Boy Scouts or with the Catholic Church, unfortunately, I could continue on down that road. You would think that if you just had kind of a mid tier job, you would wave the red flag to who anybody could possibly see it. Right, you say let, this is going to damage my beloved institution, but we need to protect the kids. But but nobody people, says that. But we got to catch on to the fact that people don't. Well, similar to working at the VA and abusing oldsters. Right. Uh, I was going to say it's, it's a lot wider than just sexual abuse, yeah. but it's the, that's certainly a good example. People don't. They just don't. And we need to accept that that is human nature, apparently. <clears throat> uh, the Explore scandal began to unfold in October of 2016, but it had to be going on for years. Um, and so it's like, 
you know, it's like a Boy Scouts, but run by the, the police. 738,000 records documenting sexual abuse that uh, by two officers, just two officers did Oof. all that. And then the uh, Louisville Metro Police lied to keep the files from the public. It's just... It makes you wish there is a hell or hope there's a hell or pray there's a hell or something. You know, but... uh... Anyway, there's there's rotten. nothing good with that story. I guess the the biggest takeaway would be just realize that that's the way bureaucracies are. Quit and, trusting bureaucracies. And man, if bureaucracies will hide child rape or not helping the old World War II vet get his appointment, if you lie about that as just like a mid level paper pusher because mm-hmm. you just don't want to cause any problems, right? Your boss will yell at you. Let's if you not do. even pretend that people have any problem with overspending. <laughs> on any level. Oh, my God. Right. Or, or wasting or, money or this pro- this program doesn't actually work and we, you know, come up with ways to try to pretend it does. Right. I mean, let's not even pretend. Or finding ways to enrich themselves. Pat expense accounts, the rest of it, please. It's rampant. Uh, but nobody, I don't, I just the awareness of that, for some reason, people are so naive. Oh, no, no. The government is good and honorable people. They're uh, just there to help us. It's crazy. So, giant... Theft of the Eyewitness War Museum in the Netherlands. $1.5 million in World War II memorabilia, including mostly Nazi uniforms. Nazi Germany. Right. We, I mean the thieves, uh, stole one worn by Adolf Hitler's personal chef among the items seized in the 2 a.m. raid. The daring heist took place, Jack. When the thieves parked a fake police car beside a roadblock of tires with its lights on, as if the cops were already there and dealing with it. Right. Then ah, they, clever. Then they smashed down the door of this war museum in the Netherlands. Um, and uh, it said the, uh, the the actual cops in the area was done with a military precision. Well, that's the museum director. Sorry, said that. Uh, nine mannequins decked out in Nazi uniforms uh, were stolen one of a spate of robberies targeting Nazi uniforms this year. So do they think that it's like uh, white supremacist nut job anti-Jew people that want to have that stuff? Or is it just like for profit? Well, none of the robberies have been solved. And nobody's specifically sure that they were connected. Let me tell you this before I get to the theories. Uh, The previous month, thieves stole 23 mannequins in SS uniforms from the good Lord unpronounceable museum in the Netherlands. Well, I've never seen so many vowels. While the owner was sleeping in a nearby room, and in March, thieves made off with SS uniforms from the Frosty Camp Museum in Denmark. Come on, kids, let's go down to Frosty Camp. See the Nazis. <laughs> See the Nazi uniforms? Frosty Camp sounds fun, then you get there and you realize it's Nazi uniforms. Yeah, you think you're going to, I don't know, sled and, and saucer and learn to cross-country ski. But no, you're going to look at Nazis, Nazi uh, <laughs> Uh, mannequins. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Oh, uh, where is the... I did uh, not see that coming. One theory is that they were ordered by East European collectors. German World War II memorabilia is rare as much of it was destroyed after the war. Mm. And the uh, the head of the Unpronounceable Museum uh, tells the CBC prices have skyrocketed in recent years. A stolen rifle used by Nazi paratroopers is worth more than $175,000. Hmm. Ten years ago, it was sixty grand. An SS uniform could fetch as much as thirty-five thousand dollars today. Really? 
I'm going to have to dig mine out of the closet. Oh, that's right. I'm not supposed to talk about that. Wow. Museums are now taking precautions, installing extra security, and removing uniforms from view. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, it's just money. I um, I have... I've long wanted to get some World War II memorabilia. But I just... I've never made the... Uh, I've never been the leap because I feel like it's the sort of thing that's self-perpetuating and you start chasing. You oh, know what really? I mean? Huh. Like something better? Yeah. And, and then, you know, word gets out, you're into it, and somebody offers you like an SS uniform for $35,000. Next thing you know, you've mortgaged the house for Hitler's shoes. <laughs> and after that, you're parking fake squad cars outside of museums as you're breaking in to expand your collection. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So these uh, these happened in the uh, the Netherlands, you said. Uh well, or one of the Netherlands, museums? Denmark, uh, Northern Europe, in, in in short. My brain is broken, so I hear the Netherlands, and I only think about this uh, fine advice from Michael Caine. There are only two things I can't stand in this world: people who are intolerant of other people's cultures, and the Dutch. <laughs> Very funny. What uh, <laughs> what movie classic is that from, Sean? That's from Austin Powers' Gold Member. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. So coming up, uh, our uh, final thoughts. Also, Greta Thunberg and Tiger Woods in okay. the news. Fantastic. Together. Oh, he didn't hit on her, did he? Uh, <laughs> is she working at a Perkins? She's a child. Oh, yeah. She's too young. Yeah, that's sick. We apologize. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. My name is Greta Thunberg. In the new Hulu documentary, I am Greta. And I want you to panic. You learn that cameras have been following Greta Thunberg on her quest for climate justice since day one. I've tried to kind of take the viewer a little bit inside her head. Director Nathan Grossman tells me she's more than just an angry young girl. She and other young activists like her feel they have no choice but to try and clean up a mess made by adults. They don't want to carry the responsibility of this issue on their shoulders. Our political leaders have failed us. And Greta is showing us that no one is, in a sense, too small to make a difference. I am Greta is on Hulu today. If you like that sort of thing, you'll like that sort of thing, I'm guessing. I think sincere activist children should be encouraged to develop their knowledge and their skills. And then they should shut up. How dare you? Because you because my darling you do not have nearly the life experience to have the depth of knowledge required to tell other people how the world should be one. It's like walking into a store, and the moment you're inside it, describing exactly what that store is. You haven't gone to the other end of it. You don't realize there are two more floors. You haven't looked at the prices, but you are 100% confident. Yep, this is a luggage store. This Macy's is a luggage store, and you tell everyone within earshot that Macy's is a luggage store. That's the problem with youth. Me too, back in the day. Tiger Woods is actually playing great at the Masters, and it's interesting. Well, we could well, we got a clip of Tiger, don't we? Yeah, the let's play Masters that golf tournament is going on. In November. It's hmm. crazy. No patrons, no, no, no rowers, no. We asked a few of the camera guys today where, where the ball end up because uh, we just didn't know. Um, so that's, that's very different. 
Yeah, there are a bunch of guys talking about that and how they really miss the the fans, which you're not allowed to call fans at Augusta National. They're patrons. Anyway. Uh, not allowed not, by who? Come and arrest me. Yeah. By Augusta National. Good luck They'll with that. throw you in their, their, their jail. <laughs> I'm a fan. I, can I self-identify as a fan, or I just can't call other people that? We're going to have to ask you to leave. <laughs> Mink-lined jail cell. I thought it was interesting that, that they relied on crowd response to know how good their shot was. Uh, yes, that is absolutely true on blind shots. Plus, just the uh, the ball lands and the crowd rushes around it, then parts. Oh, right. right and the right. guys, they see, okay, it must be over there. So I need that when I play golf. Inclu- yeah, no kidding. <laughs> How many times have I wished there were like a dozen volunteers on every hole? It'd go a lot faster, too. Everybody kicking around in the weeds, looking around. Yes, yeah, so you're going to have Tiger Woods or somebody just wandering around. Jeez, I've already checked this spot, but I guess I'll walk back through here again. No, no, no. It's a little farther up, Tiger. No, it's not. I didn't hit it that far. I can't <laughs> hit it that far. Right. Get it's back here. <laughs> Did that hit a rock? Yeah, exactly. That That never happens, although it's happening a little more now. But interesting, we were talking about uh, the, the few benefits of aging. Um, I am a huge golf fan, have been forever. I try very hard not to bore y'all with any golf talk. Um, but I've been following Tiger since he was an amateur and up through his rise to greatness and dominance of the game and the rest and of it. And the fateful Thanksgiving. And the nine iron beaten and the ambient and the waitresses and the rest. <laughs> and of the it. flat really... tires and the what state am I in? No need to dwell on the negative. <laughs> <laughs> but getting back to the advantages of aging, aging thing. There he is at the Masters, which is arguably really the pinnacle of, of golf. And the great assassin, the stone-faced, murderous bastard Tiger Woods is smiling. He's chatting with the caddies, and he's, he's giving a little, woo if he gets away with a not-great shot. And all of a sudden, he's human and, like, charming. I think that's God, a, Tiger! I think that's the advantage of aging or low T, like you were saying earlier? A little of both. Little of both. Hmm. He also he's going ahead and rocking his uh, his balding head. What else fear. is he going to do? I don't know. A wig. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's really it's quite interesting to see somebody. He should get the Dolomite is my name wig and uh, <laughs> just do his thing. Wow, I'm picturing that right now. <laughs> uh, great, Scott. Google it, folks, if you're not familiar with it. Oh, look at that. And more to say, Michael. <laughs> oh, awesome. Final thoughts with A-N-G. Yeah! Here's your host on a Friday, Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew, like Michael pressing the buttons in the control room, keeping us on the air. Michael, final yeah, thought. Yeah, my uh, young adults are playing Xbox and uh, PlayStation. I'm now using a metal detector as a gaming device as I've gotten older. <laughs> <laughs> Positive Sean, our producer, has a final thought for us. <laughs> Hello, youths. Fine gaming device you have there. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's Friday, which means one one thing in the Positive Sean household. Mandalorian episode. New one out. Gotta oh, check it. Watching that one tonight. Oh, yeah. My son's so excited. He wanted to watch last night. We're, we're one behind, I think. Oh, are you? So is this three that's coming out tonight? Yes. Right? All right. Mandalorian tonight. Sean has spoken. Jack, a final thought for us? Yeah, so we were talking about this survey earlier. Two-thirds of people say the thing they hate the most about aging is getting older <laughs> which is weird uh we got this text people are afraid of getting older because life gets worse as you get older you know if your life peaked too soon i guess yeah, yeah i don't i don't know it's Not, all it's kind of a mixed bag but there, nobody would choose it if you were given a choice of staying 35 or getting older nobody would choose getting older mm, you gotta no. recognize it no no 
Although, well, anyway, we don't have time for that tangent. Uh, two final thoughts for me. I've gotten my first paper cut of the year. Hooray! Uh, <laughs> secondly, and it hurts like crazy, I'd forgotten. Uh, Put some lemon juice on it. And secondly, I forgot to do this three times. Uh, the Armstrong and Getty store has got some great new gear. The Air Force mask. Oh, the masks are really good. Seriously. Uh, the boxer briefs are the perfect gift for the A&G uh, fan man in your life. And the Air Force jog bra, I have no idea how it will treat your lovely breasts, uh, but it looks nice. I hate to advocate that our beloved female listeners purchase something that then makes their tender parts chafe. I'm afraid I don't want to make them chafe. Mm. But I, I I don't know. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Also, uh, did you miss the uh, segment Jack telling about their wild-eyed, frizzy-haired, crazy woman? Oh, All the podcast stuff is downloadable as well. Come on now. Drop us an email. If there's something we ought to be talking about, email at mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Yeah. Um, I'm glad it's over. <laughs> we'll see you Monday. God bless America. <laughs> Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from not planning, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. Now the time has come to go. If this still clock was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. Armstrong and Getty.